Jeremiah chapter 36, verse 1. And it cometh to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word hath been unto Jeremiah from Jehovah, saying, Now this chapter is also going back in time to probably the first Babylon invasion. There were two invasions, and then after that, the Chaldeans and the Babylonians came a third time and totally destroyed Jerusalem. And that was when they took King Zedekiah captive. But we have gone back in time again, as we did in the last chapter, back to where the first invasion happened. And that was about the time that the prophet Daniel was taken to Babylon as a slave to be a eunuch for his entire life. We'll be reading Daniel later, so when we read Daniel, we'll note that he was one of the people who were taken captive from Jerusalem before Jeremiah prophesied to King Zedekiah. 2. Take to thee a roll of a book, and thou hast written on it all the words that I have spoken unto thee concerning Israel, and concerning Judah, and concerning all the nations, from the day I spake unto thee, from the days of Josiah, even unto this day. Josiah was the first king that Jeremiah had served under. Now he is serving under Jehoiakim, the second king that he had served under. And the Lord commanded him to take a book and start writing down all of these prophecies. A roll of a book means it's a scroll. 3. If so be the house of Israel do hear all the evil that I am thinking of doing to them, so that they turn back each from his evil way, and I have been propitious to their iniquity and to their sin. The Lord says, start writing down the prophecies now and sharing them with the people. These prophecies could be read out loud, and they are all telling the people to repent. And the Lord says, if they'll pay attention and they will repent, then I'll spare them. 4. And Jeremiah calleth Baruch son of Neriah, and Baruch writeth from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of Jehovah that he hath spoken unto him on a roll of a book. Baruch became scribe to Jeremiah. We noticed a couple of chapters ago that Baruch was also the man who was in charge of preserving the record of the land that Jeremiah was told to buy. It was Baruch who held the papers of that property cell. 5. And Jeremiah commandeth Baruch, saying, I am restrained, I am not able to enter the house of Jehovah. 6. But thou hast entered, and thou hast read in the roll that thou hast written from my mouth the words of Jehovah in the ears of the people, in the house of Jehovah, in the day of the fast, and also in the ears of all Judah who are coming in from their cities, thou dost read them. Jeremiah tells Baruch, I'm not allowed to go to the temple because my haters don't want me to tell the people to repent. Now that you've written down what I said, I want you to take this scroll to the temple and read it out loud to the people. He tells Baruch to read it during the fast. 
7. If so, be their supplication doth fall before Jehovah, and they turn back each from his evil way. For great is the anger and the fury that Jehovah hath spoken concerning this people. Jeremiah says, Perhaps they'll repent when they hear this word, and then the Lord will not be angry with them any more. Today our society has become so narcissistic and arrogant that people cannot tolerate correction of any kind, and even in churches, pastors preach every week that you have to basically smile and nod when you know somebody is in sin, and how dare you ever mention sin to them because you might hurt their feelings, and it isn't loving. But I believe what really isn't loving is when you know somebody is about to cross the highway and get smashed by a truck and you don't say anything. And that's what it's like spiritually for all the people around us. They could die in the next minute, or they could die tomorrow, or Jesus could return next week, and they're not going to be ready. You may be their last hope of somebody explaining the truth to them that we all have to repent and that the Lord wants to forgive us and wants to live with us forever in heaven, but we have to believe in him and we have to obey him. If we don't tell people the truth, then how do we know they're ever going to hear the truth when they're living in a society that refuses to offend anyone's ego? Jeremiah knew that he was the only hope these people had of hearing the truth because all of the other prophets were telling them lies. Even though he was disliked and persecuted and harassed, he still kept trying to tell people the truth. 8. And Baruch, son of Neriah, doth according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him to read in the book the words of Jehovah in the house of Jehovah. Baruch must certainly have been a friend of Jeremiah, but he was also a faithful servant. He did what he was told, because he knew that Jeremiah was serving the Lord, and so Baruch, by serving Jeremiah, was also serving the Lord. 9. And it cometh to pass in the fifth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, in the ninth month, proclaimed a fast before Jehovah have all the people in Jerusalem, and all the people who are coming in from cities of Judah to Jerusalem. The fast that is taking place is a special fast. So Baruch is going to read this prophecy from Jeremiah telling the people to repent during a special fast that has been called because the people have already been attacked once by the Babylonians and they're afraid. 10. And Baruch readeth in the book the words of Jeremiah in the house of Jehovah in the chamber of Gemariah son of Shaphan the scribe in the higher court at the opening of the new gate of the house of Jehovah in the ears of all the people. Gemariah who was a friend of Jeremiah seems to have had an official's apartment in the temple and that is where Baruch read from the scroll nearby. It's in the upper court where only the priests and officials can go, but he read it near the new gate 
which is near the women's court where everyone can go. He was in the upper court, but he was on the edge close to the women's court so that everybody, priest and regular people, could all hear him. The reason the women's court was separated is because women are ceremonially unclean due to lactating, menstruating, and all of those things. 11. And Micaiah, son of Gemariah, son of Shaphan, heareth all the words of Jehovah from off the book. 12. And he goeth down to the house of the king, unto the chamber of the scribe, and lo, there are all the heads sitting, Elishama the scribe, and Deliah, son of Shemaiah, and El-Nathan, son of Akbor, and Gamariah, son of Shaphan, and Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the heads. Micaiah heard the words that Baruch was reading out of the scroll of Jeremiah, and Micaiah ran to the palace and told all of the palace officials what was going on. This group of palace officials includes the historian for the king, the scribe, and the other confidants of the king. 13. And declare to them, doth Micaiah, all the words that he hath heard, when Baruch readeth in the book, in the ears of the people. 14. And all the heads send unto Baruch, Jehudi, son of Nathaniah, son of Shelemiah, son of Cushi, saying, The roll in which thou hast read, in the ears of the people, take in thy hand, and come. And Baruch, son of Neriah, taketh the roll in his hand, and cometh in unto them. After they heard from Micah what Baruch was reading to the people, they sent a messenger called Jehudi to go and bring Baruch and the scroll to them so that they could hear it in private. 15. And they say unto him, Sit down, we pray thee, and read it in our ears. And Baruch readeth in their ears. They're a private audience for these words that came from Jeremiah. Notice that prophecy in the Bible always begins with the command to repent. Does the prophet that you're listening to on the internet tell you to repent? Because if they don't, they're not a real prophet. If all they ever do is make promises to you of blessings coming from the Lord, that is certainly a false prophet, because no prophet in the Bible did that as a career. 16. And it cometh to pass, when they hear all the words, they have been afraid one at another, and say unto Baruch, We do surely declare to the king all these words. They're afraid of the Lord. They believe what Jeremiah is saying, that Jerusalem is going to be destroyed if the people do not repent. 17. And they asked Baruch, saying, Declare, we pray thee, to us, how didst thou write all these words from his mouth? 18. And Baruch saith to them, From his mouth he pronounceth unto me all these words, and I am writing on the book with ink. They want to make sure that the prophecy was written accurately, and Baruch tells them, I wrote it out as he was dictating it to me, and that satisfies them that it's accurate. 19. 
And the heads say unto Baruch, Go, be hidden, thou and Jeremiah, and let no one know where ye are. They know that the king is going to be furious with this prophecy, and that's why they have told Baruch to hide himself and Jeremiah. 20. And they go in unto the king, to the court, and the roll they have laid up in the chamber of Elishama the scribe, and they declare in the ears of the king, all the words. They unrolled the scroll in front of the king, but they didn't ask Baruch to do it because they knew that the king would want to kill Baruch. 21. And the king sendeth Jehudi to take the roll, and he taketh it out of the chamber of Elishama the scribe, and Jehudi readeth it in the ears of the king, and in the ears of all the heads who are standing by the king. The king appointed Jehudi to be the actual person to read the scroll after the other leaders laid it down open. 22. And the king is sitting in the winter house in the ninth month, and the stove before him is burning. The king was enjoying the beauty of nature without actually being in it and getting cold. 23. And it cometh to pass when Jehudi readeth three or four leaves, he cutteth it out with a scribe's knife, and hath cast unto the fire that is on the stove, till the consumption of all the roll by the fire that is on the stove. So the king did not like what Jehudi was reading, and after three or four leaves, which is similar to a page worth of reading, Jehudi starts burning the scroll piece by piece until all of it is burned in the wood stove that's before him. 24. And the king and all his servants who are hearing all these words have not been afraid nor rent their garments. The king thinks it's a light thing to burn the words of God as if they're trash, and his other syncophants around him think the king can do whatever he wants. It says they did not rent their garments, which is what you would do when you're very mortified and in sorrow and in repentance. You would rip your garments. But they didn't do that, even though the words of the prophet were telling them that they had to repent or they were going to die. 25. And also El Nathan and Deliah and Gemariah have interceded with the king not to burn the roll, and he hath not hearkened unto them. Some of these men who originally told Baruch to read it to them in a private room, and then they commanded Baruch to go hide himself and Jeremiah for safety, those men pleaded with the king and said, Don't burn it, these are the words of God, and he didn't listen to them. 26. And the king commandeth Jeremiel, son of Hamalek, and Sariah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdil, to take Baruch the scribe, and Jeremiah the prophet, and Jehovah doth hide them. The king has commanded three of his soldiers, named Jeremiel, Sariah, and Shelemiah, and he told them to go and get Baruch and Jeremiah, because he wants to possibly kill them. But the Lord interceded God himself and hid Jeremiah and Baruch. 
Later on, the Lord is going to show Jeremiah where to hide the Ark of the Covenant. It's not written about in the book of Jeremiah for obvious reasons. If you had hidden something and you didn't want anyone to know where it was, you certainly wouldn't write down that you hid it and where you put it. So Jeremiah never included in the book of Jeremiah or in the book of Lamentations where he hid the Ark of the Covenant. But it is recorded in the books of Maccabees that he hid it, although the location is kept secret in the books of Maccabees. So I wonder if the Lord hid Jeremiah and Baruch in the same hiding place where he would later command Jeremiah to hide the ark, because evidently it's a great hiding place. 27. And there is a word of Jehovah unto Jeremiah after the king's burning the roll, even the words that Baruch hath written from the mouth of Jeremiah, saying, 28. Turn, take to thee another roll, and write on it all the former words that were on the first roll, that Jehoiakim king of Judah burnt. While Jeremiah and Baruch are in this secret hiding place that only God and those two know about, the Lord commands them and says, you need to again write down all the same words that were in the original scroll that the king burnt. Now today some people would say, well that's impossible, you can't have that kind of a memory. But ancient people did have that kind of a memory. Not only did they not have all the pollutants in their environment that we do today that affects our brains, but they also didn't have the brainwashing and the lack of memory and recall that's induced by all of the commercials, video games, and a lot of the electronic products that we have that actually decrease our memory on a daily basis. So our memories aren't what the people in ancient times had. Plus, there was an oral tradition, which means that because a lot of people could not read, they had to have phenomenal memories to recall things because they couldn't just look it up on the internet or open a book to be re-exposed to something. They had to remember it, even if it happened years before. Generally, people did have phenomenal memories back then. Young people also have far better memories than older people. And Baruch and Jeremiah were probably not past their mid-twenties at this time, so their memories would have been even more sharp. 29. And unto Jehoiakim king of Judah thou dost say, Thus said Jehovah, Thou hast burnt this roll, saying, Wherefore hast thou written on it, saying, The king of Babylon surely cometh in, and hath destroyed this land, and caused to cease from it man and beast. The Lord says, After you rewrite the scroll, then I want you to go to the king and ask him from me, Why did he doubt my word? that I was going to destroy this land and all the people and all of the animals on it. 30. Therefore, thus said Jehovah concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, he hath none sitting on the throne of David, and his carcass is cast out to heat by day and to cold by night. This is a curse on King Jehoiakim that he will die and none of his heirs will ever be king and his carcass will decay out in the open. 
so he won't get a proper burial nor a kingly burial. The Lord is taking his kingship away on a personal level because he's lost his inheritance of a kingship to give and he won't be buried as a king. His body will rot out in the open as a nobody. 31. And I have charged on him and on his seed and on his servants their iniquity, and I have brought it on them and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem and unto the men of Judah all the evil that I have spoken unto them, and they hearkened not. The Lord says they're going to pay for all of their sins. They will be punished for all these things that they have not repented of. 32. And Jeremiah hath taken another scroll, and giveth it unto Baruch son of Neriah the scribe, and he writeth on it from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book that Jehoiakim king of Judah hath burnt in the fire, and again there were added unto them many words like these. Jeremiah re-spoke the prophecy again so that Baruch could write it down while Jeremiah was saying it, and in addition to that, Jeremiah extended the prophecy and said even more words of commanding the people to repent. So a second scroll was written, and that concludes Jeremiah chapter 36.